This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Ovation Bistro and Bar. Let me tell you, there's no better place down near Pawson Park to eat than Ovation Bistro and Bar. They've got two large screen HD TVs and also they've got spacious, comfortable cushion seating. And also they have an amazing bar area. And speaking of their bar, don't forget they have got an all day happy hour with two for one wines, two for one wells, and two for one Bud Light and Miller Light draft. And if you tell them that the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you, you can either get a free Bud or Miller Light draft, or you can get a free house wine. Johnny, how do they find Ovation Bistro and Bar? They can find them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Ovation Bistro. And don't forget, a reservation's available upon request. Give them a call at 863-354-6967. And remember to tell them that the happy, happy hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. What's going on, man? Hey, man. Uh, wow. Um, we're in on location today. Uh, we are at Emerald City Comics in Clearwater, Florida for free comic book day. Yes, sir. You've been hearing our commercials for the last couple of weeks. And this is what we are. We're excited. We're It's popping, and we're uh, we're very excited. It's my first time here. Have you been yeah, here? Yeah, my first time here, it's too. It's awesome. It's huge. You Lots need to come to out. In. You need to check yeah. it out. It's great. Um, and uh, as always, we like to bring special guests on, and uh, we have our good friend, Josh Bauer. Correct. And uh, he is an amazing artist. Uh, he was actually at MegaCon 2015. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, he's awesome, and he's uh, took time out of his busy schedule at Free Comic Book Day to uh, join us on the Happy Hour Giant Deuce. So welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, I guess I've thought my first question to you is, like, how long have you been getting into art? Your whole life? or uh, Kind of whole life. You know, I've always had the uh, the talent. I've got it from my dad and my uh, his mother. Um, so I've dabbled around with it since I was real little, um, but taking it seriously and actually trying to make a business out of it is about, I think, going on two years, two and a half years. So, yeah, I started, uh, my first convention was Ocala Comic Con in 2013. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's, uh, do you have like certain like pieces or genre that sell more than, better than others? Like, is it, is it DC, Marvel? Is it, is it Walking Dead? Is it, wh- or is it Teenage Ninja Turtles? Like, wh- what is your like popular like genre that pe- you, people kind of gravitate towards the most? Really, think? it just depends on each convention. I mean, I've gone, uh, my number one that, you, well, it used to be number one was uh, like Harley Quinn. I have a Harley Quinn oh, yeah. print. Yeah. Awesome. Everywhere I went, like the first year I had her, she would just be sell the out. number yeah. one selling. Um, but then you'll go, so that's how I based it on if it was a good show or not. If I didn't right. sell her, I'm like, okay, this yeah. is, you know, this isn't going well. Um, but it's just, every show is different. I mean, I went to Ranger Stop Con in November last year and sold the heck out of Power Ranger ones. What type of convention is that? It's a, uh, it's all about Power Rangers. It's uh, oh, Ranger okay. Stop Con. Okay. the Ranger convention there, uh, Johnny. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you kind of like try to like specialize, you put to the front, if you will. If it's at a, if it's at a convention that specializes in a certain genre, you try to put that to the front. So yeah, I try to usually them. do something new. Like for uh, the first year, I did the Ranger one. I did a thirty by forty inch painting of the Power Rangers, the original guys. So uh, no, but let's preface this: a lot of your artwork is paintings. All of my artwork is paintings. And what do you for you know? I, I 
I did uh, art back in school, and I uh, and I love it, and I appreciate it. So, like, for for those art buffs at home that love to art, that, that just love art, like, what what do you, what is your canvas? What is what type of paints do you use? I use uh, acrylic paint. Um, my favorite right now is the Amsterdam paint. Uh, it, it works the best, and then I put it on uh, stretch canvas. So I do. Uh, I just started this year doing mini canvases, which are 8 oh, by 10 yeah. I saw them. They look really, really cool. Oh, yeah, because yeah. you had that Boondock Saints one in there that looks really, really cool. Or was that a print? I was that was at. a print, but that's actually, that one is an, an older painting that was uh, another that 30 by 40 gorgeous, inch painting. Yeah, man. it was really nice. It's huge. Yeah. It's, it's a beast. I still have that one. Um, but yeah, I do up, you know, the 8 by 10s which I call minis, which people make fun of me because they're like, well, why is this mini? I'm like, because I usually do 30 by yeah. 40, 24 by 48. Yeah, huge. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, well, it's funny because, like, I remember when we went by uh, MegaCon, Deuce and I were so busy. We were going to come and talk to you. I only oh, yeah. got to see you for a yeah. minute. And, <laughs> you know, it, it was, it was, there was a lot of people. But did you go, you didn't go to MegaCon last year, did you? I did go to MegaCon last year. I was in Artist Alley, and that was, that was a technically the first convention I paid for because I know how quickly that goes. Oh, yeah. yeah. The tables oh, go yeah. crazy fast. I bought a half table for MegaCon 2014, and I was tucked away in the little corner. So gotcha. everybody's like, well, were you here last year? I'm like, yeah, I was, you know, nobody could find me. So Well, that was what I was going to say was, you you know, you, you look at the year before, the 2014, and it, it A, was in different different hall different yeah, convention correct. center and it was there was uh, 80,000 people that came through that year and it was crazy it was so packed on Saturday that I you couldn't walk you yeah, couldn't it move was, it was elbows and assholes it, it like, was oh, insane yeah. it, was, it was it was ridiculous my wife because she comes with me all the time she you know she uses her pass to go yeah. travel around she ditches me and goes and hangs out everywhere yeah. while I'm stuck as, as she's doing right now yeah, yeah. she's doing yeah. right now she <laughs> she's may, currently doing she yeah. may come back with like a hundred dollars worth of stuff who knows yeah Um. but yeah she that Saturday of 2014 she went to go out she comes back like 10 she's like no I'm done I'm done she <laughs> yeah. just sat behind my table the whole time but this year we did the uh, we did the booth. I went, you know, go big yeah. or go home situation. Yeah. Did the booth so I could bring all the original yeah. paintings. I ended up selling seven original paintings. Nice, wow. dude, that's awesome. <laughs> one, that's great. One guy who's now my favorite fan of all time bought three himself. Nice, what? that's yeah. awesome, that's, man. That, man, Congrats. that's golf clap right that's there, great. man. That, that's yeah. freaking stellar. To sell yeah. three. Yeah, he was uh, he. I, it was ridiculous. It was on Sunday, and I, you know, he comes up. He goes, "Oh, I'm thinking about getting these two. And I'm like, "Oh, the prints or posters?" He yeah. goes, "No, the originals." I'm yeah. like, oh, "Oh, okay. Well, I can, you know, make you a deal." I told you this has been my long running thing. Go on Sunday to MegaCon, guys, because people are wheeling and dealing on Sunday. Oh yeah, because they don't yeah. want to take that stuff home. They're like, "All right, I'll cut you a deal." Well, and for me, for the originals, yeah. you can't take those to a lot of conventions. I yeah. mean, it's hard get to those. move them, and you don't want to get them banged up. Oh, yeah. Like every time you move them, you're rolling the dice on will something get nicked or smudged or whatever. yeah. So I yeah. didn't want to take them home. So I'm like, oh, you know, I'll knock off fifty bucks. He goes yeah. done and like disappears. Yeah. He's like, I'll be right back. I'll bring back cash. Brings me back a wad of cash. I'm like, okay. Brings so, you like a Tony Soprano wad <laughs> wrapped oh, yeah. with a rubber band. <laughs> yeah, and I, I just looked at him, and he goes, here you go. I'm like, okay, cool. And he goes and takes uh, he takes those, and he goes, hey, would you mind? Because it was like a big 24 by 38, and it's 36-inch right. painting. He goes, can you hold them for me? I'm like, no problem. This is yeah. like early in the show. Uh, after that one goes, uh, sells, I put up the big Batman Arkham yeah. Yeah, villains Yeah, that was one. awesome. Yeah. And uh, I go and I have that up there. He comes back at the end of the day. He goes, oh, I see how you are. I go, what are you talking about? He goes, yeah, you have me buy that one, and uh, you put up the good stuff after I leave. <laughs> I'm like, well, this one's for sale, too. So we did a little wheeling and dealing. He goes, okay, I'll be right back. I'm like, yeah. And he left again. And he comes <laughs> back. Like, I, he I've buys it. always said this when it comes to, like, Artist Alley. Like, if – 
Because I go in every time to MegaCon with a wad of cash, and I'm like, all right. And if you can find somebody you can wheel and deal with that will, like, cut you a deal, you're more likely to spend the money. Because, right. like, if I go to somebody and they're like, no, this is the hard line price, I'm not moving, I'm like, all right. And then I go to the next booth. But if I go to somebody like, well, all right, well, if you get this, I'll cut you a deal and knock five, ten bucks off. It doesn't have to be much. But exactly. anytime you make somebody feel like they got a steal, they're going to jump all over it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's uh – that's that's how I work because I know people want their art and they want to buy a bunch of different stuff. Yeah. So I try to make it as cheap as possible. I mean, even the price of my paintings. I do yeah. not have a big name behind me right now. A lot of people know me as JB Designs, but you know, I just have a small crew. And how do they find you? Is that that's a Facebook, right? Yeah, that JB Designs on Facebook, D E Z I G N S. Or you, the easiest way to find me as I have a brand new shiny website that I Ooh, got this nice. year. It is Josh Bauer Artist. Oh, very nice. easy. And can simple. they order your stuff off the website? Yeah, um, it there's a cl- uh, link that says shop, and you click that, and it'll take you over to my store envy. I sell originals, I sell paint, uh, the prints, posters. Nice. Uh, the only thing I do not have up there is the uh, the mini canvases. I yeah. post those up all on Facebook, and if you really want one, just email me. You can contact me through the website as well. Nice. Awesome. We're definitely gonna have to do that. Well, we want to have you on again in studio because you know you're about to hit up a you know gonna have about about to open the doors here for uh, the free comic. Yeah, I hear them like, banging. I'm not even gonna <laughs> yeah, lie. I'm, here, like, I'm yeah. a little bit scared. They're wrapped yeah. around the building, right? Yeah, I have a picture I took. I'm gonna, <laughs> I, I just I put it on Facebook. Feel like yeah. Rick Grimes in the first season of The Walking Dead when he sees the the door that says "Dead Inside." and all the hands yeah. are like coming through. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel right now. I'm like, I don't know how this is going to go. But definitely stay tuned for Josh. He'll be uh, live in studio with us uh, in the near future. Very, and, very uh, near future. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, we're definitely looking forward to he'll stay with us for a couple episodes. And uh, Oh, yeah. And definitely one more time for everyone at home, how can they find you on the uh, The internet? easiest way to find me is joshbauerartist.com. Perfect. Awesome. Sweet. So definitely we'll put a link in the description of the video uh, in the audio and uh, definitely uh, hit him up and and uh, we'll have him soon. And thank you so much, Josh. Thank, thank you, guys. Brother. I really appreciate it. This was awesome. Thank you. Can't wait to uh, be in studio with you guys. Josh Bauer, everyone. All right, Deuce. Uh, we're recording. This is it's live. Free. The doors are opening Open now for free comic book at day. Emerald City Comics here in Clearwater, Florida. I'm not and I'll tell you what. It, it's it's man. The yep. line. We got pictures today. They're on the Facebook page. They are definitely they check them out. All the way around the building. Yep. All the people here. Yep. So I, I I'm really excited just to see how many people are coming out for free. Comic yeah, there was day a long day. line outside. Oh my goodness! Front, so. Such a long we'll line, and just yeah. the 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 mass of humanity yes. that is coming through the building. Uh, wow, you know this. This is exciting. It this, is. It is. Street Comic Day is always fun. Yeah, um, and uh, it, nip- it's different every year, obviously. But I remember yeah. last year it was May the Fourth for you know May yeah, the Fourth be with you yeah. for Star Wars Day. So, Which but it's com- free comic book day here, yeah. uh, Clearwater, Florida, at Emerald City Comics, and of course we have big group of people coming through. Oh, all definitely. single file too. They got yeah. a single file. I will tell awesome. you what, man, they got this thing down to they, a science. They, do. they got they a single file. They know what they're they doing. They got to go in a line. Yep. So, uh, you know, nice. it's man. I, I tell you what, and and a big shout out and thank you to Emerald City Comics yes. too, for having yes. us out here yep. today so. to help support the MDA Muscle Walk. Yeah. Our good friend Brian. Yeah, Team uh, Arrow. The Team Arrow. So uh, really for a good cause. Yeah, couldn't ask for a better group of people to work yep. with. And I mean, they've been so nice to us since we've got here this morning. Think our lines come to a stop here? What? No. Oh, it's nope, moving nope, a little nope. bit. It's moving. It's yep. moving. Uh, so, I'll tell you what. It's, I just, it's, just the the sheer mass of people because this is yeah. my and first that's what I love free about, comic book day. What, what so. I love about comics is like it hits everybody. People, you know, people that have been reading comics for years. You know, you've got the younger crowds. You know, people. It, it hits all types of demographics of people. Oh yeah, I think everybody. It's great. So, um, yeah. They definitely got this down to a science. They like do. They've got this down to a I'm science. Seeing, I mean, I'm it seeing is people f- impressive. Yeah, I mean, I. 
they all look excited. And it's, it's luckily today, it's not as hot as it's normally been in no, Florida. No, no. It's only going to get to high to 84. And we got VIP status today because yep. they put us right, right by the, the air conditioner. Air conditioner so we're I nice told Johnny, chilly. yeah, that's yep. how you know you've made it <laughs> yep. is that they put you right in yeah. front of the AC vent. Definitely. So that's when you know you, you've hit I wonder the big if they, time. I wonder if they cap how many come in or if they're clicking. You know, that, that would be a very interesting question. But yeah. i got to say, I'm so excited just to see yeah. all these people it's here. It's great. Because yeah. it's my first free comic book day. I've never done this before. So yeah, this no, is it's a whole new it's experience awesome. for me. Yeah, so. But uh, just, just to see all the people and the kids and the families. Yeah. I mean, it's really, really, really cool experience. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> so, of course, yeah. you can hear people in the background. Yep. And they're the still folks that are filling in. in. Yeah. Emerald City Comics here at Clearwater, Florida. Yeah. Of course, it's uh, May 2nd, free comic book day. Yep. And I'm gonna so definitely, definitely glad that you guys all came out here and, and made time to come out and oh see yeah. us. It's great. Um, Good yeah. stuff. You, you and heard you need to come down to Emerald City Comics because it is awesome. It is like a huge, like, yeah. it's like they, they've converted a warehouse into this awesome, like, this, this is mecca of, like, Well, look at all the cool culture. things that you it's found awesome. today. You saw all those cool Twilight Zone toys because mm. I, I think I Anybody might have to make me Johnny knows a small house Twilight, loan. To... Yeah, everyone that knows me knows Twilight Zone is, like, my jam. Like, yeah. my, it's one of the best shows ever made, in my opinion. And yeah. Oh, my goodness. And also, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's awesome. There's something for everybody here. Yeah. You hit Everybody's, like, like that nerd culture, whatever you want to call it. I mean, yeah, it, it, you got Star Trek spot. stuff. You've got Guards of the Galaxy. you got Star Wars. Flintstones, even. Flintstones. I mean, you got, I mean, you got the old the school around, stuff. You got, we're, so. we're actually sitting next to a, a stand of pop vinyl figures. I mean, yeah, those things blew up quicker. than They I did. They would. Like I didn't like, know they I were going to be that crazy. That was going to happen yeah, like so, that, but it's just, you know, boom. It's awesome. It just so went off the rails with that. Yeah. So a lot of fun. Well, it looks and the line and it's keeps stopped. going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like here. it's stopped. This is our play-by-play. Here. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still holy mackerel. Like it's still going. Yeah. I can't believe it. I actually got to say, like, this is probably the most impressive thing I've seen in a while. But what yep. I like is you're seeing families. Yeah. You're seeing kids. This is great. I love seeing, it. You're seeing, you know, all, all kinds of people, all age groups. So I think Definitely. we finally hit the sweet spot yep. of, uh, you know, everybody here. Plus, awesome. uh, you know, everybody oh, okay. loves sure. free free comics. Cool. Who doesn't love free comics? I mean, nobody. Free comics are awesome. Free comics. So. My phone's blowing up, dude. It's kind of like We've free been, beer. Yeah, it's nobody true. turns down free. No beer. one, no one turns down free beer. So it's good times. Calm yeah, they have stuff box. from when we were kids yeah, growing like up. Old G. I. Like they have the uh, box, was yeah. it Skeletor's Castle down yeah, there? Castle that's Grayskull was that's down amazing. There. They had the firehouse from yeah. uh, uh, from Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters from the the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they had all so. kinds of different things here, which I just I, I was blown away by when I came through the door. Well, well that's what's great is there's thing there's things in here that you you can't really get anywhere else unless you're you're trying to find online. And yeah, I think what's great is like there's a lot of really. You know, one of a kind, custom, like limited edition stuff here as well, yeah. which is awesome. So, and it's it's kind of a one stuff from my shop. stuff yeah. from my dad's day. Like this, this yeah. is awesome uh, spot cookie jar right there. Look at that thing; it's yeah. awesome. Uh, really, really neat. They have a uh, an ET all dressed up there. Um, yeah, and they've got they've got all kinds really of stuff. Cool. Like they've got the pistol from Blade Runner. Look, they have a Jaws keepsake. That's cool. Yeah, and, and also don't forget to tell them about the thing that you're trying. Oh, to Oh, I'm gonna out get a picture with yeah, it. It's yeah. the uh, this the Mystic Seer yeah. from. Um, Nick of Time with William yeah. Shatner, uh, one of the, one of the best uh, episodes ever written. Uh, awesome show, The Twilight Zone. It's fantastic. I got to see if I can get a picture with it. Put it on the Facebook page, and then they have a a, a replica of Talking Tina as well from yeah. the Living Doll episode, which is a uh, which is what influenced Chucky actually. Um, oh, really? So, yeah, yeah. So Rod Serling, the creator, not only the narrator, but he's the creator of Twilight Zone. It's awesome. 
So. Well, I'll tell you what, the, 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 just the sea of people <coughs> coming in today, and it's so nice to see. And also, like I said, I love seeing the kids because yeah. at least it makes me think that this, this well, nerd good culture parenting. thing. Yeah, good, good parenting. Good parenting because yeah. it's like our generation is, is you know – like my son knows who the you know who who the Avengers are. Like he yeah. knows who they are. He knows them by name, and he like it's called parenting done it, right. It, folks. Parenting hashtag parenting done right. You know, so it's good stuff. Don't Yo, well, actually, we're the, the, we're the yeah. most listened. Clearwater is the most listened to city. We're the number one po- uh, podcast, podcast in Polk, Polk County. County. So uh, we, uh, but Clearwater is our number one number li- one fan base. Yeah, which is which crazy. Is awesome. So. so we're killing it in not one but two areas. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have a good one, guys. Um, But, yeah, yeah, no, it's crazy. It's crazy. And the other thing that was really cool and I got excited about is I've been getting into board games because Ori and Anya really got me the board game bug when they were at my house playing board games. Big shout-out to the the Game Shelf coming out, which is going to be great uh, over in Lakeland. And they've got a ton of cool cool, uh, games here that I was looking at. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. But, yeah, you know, I just think that it's it's just a mass of stuff. I mean – like a cornucopia a, of a, content. A cornucopia of content, but they yeah. got everything. Like, there's a Godfather statue up there that looks gorgeous, and like that's something that wouldn't normally I would right. think of when I think okay, comic book shop. I right. mean, they've got so much. They've got the pint glasses that I've been uh, just eyeball. I like you that. Know, Betty, all I like day. that Betty Page statue up there. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, cool. they've got everything you could ever think of. Uh, the the beautiful pint glasses. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I just can't say enough about actually. So being they're still filling in. Um, they're still filing in, folks. What, what it time is we got? What's uh, the ten eleven in the a.m. Ten eleven, and they're yeah. still filling it's in. Still so. filling in. Seen a lot of uh, awesome comic book shirts and Spider Man and Captain yeah. America and a lot of Deadpool. Deadpool's, yeah, Deadpool's Deadpool is really really blowing up. He's blowing up. I mean, we didn't so. think that was going to happen, but that that blew yeah. up quick. This is awesome. So, so that was good great. stuff. Good times. I'm even going to lie. They had the G.I. Joe Havoc, which was my favorite toy as a kid. And yeah. I actually took it to show and tell in first grade. Oh, did you really? Yeah. That's awesome. And they've got it, like, original in box. Yeah. And I'm kind of <laughs> thinking about asking how much they want for it. Yeah. if it's not astronomical, there's a good chance that the old uh, well, Deuce Cave is going to get a new, they have new these, like, add-on today. They have these vintage, and I brought back to Twilight Zone again. They have these vintage uh, minifigure uh, Twilight Zone figures that oh, I've yeah. never seen before. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. Those so are actually by – I want to say the company is uh, Retro Action because basically they make the toys in the old retro style. That's awesome. And they started with – they got the license to Alien. And for the oh, or, did they? They made f- action cool. figures of the, the characters from the original Alien movie. Um, and then those blew up so big that they yeah. started doing other things. Like they've got Firefly ones now. Uh, they've got your Twilight Zone, but it's like, what are these classic shows and movies and things that never got action figures made? Yeah. And we're going to make action figures of them. And they were just really, really neat, really cool. Um, I- I'm just really impressed with the quality. Um, and just, like I said, I mean, it's so much cool stuff. Yeah, there. it's it's pretty pretty awesome. Jason and I definitely can't wait to come back. Um and uh, yeah, I mean, and everyone here has been amazing. Daryl and his team has oh, been fantastic. Yeah. So everybody here at Emerald City Comics, class we can't act, say, we can't say enough uh, of what a class act yeah, everybody at this place has been to us and been so nice it's and so helped awesome. us out. And uh, just really, it's been it's it's been an awesome morning. And and, and the show is just getting started. I folks. know it's, it's I mean it's it's, it's, it's only right eleven twenty one in the yeah. a.m. So, yeah. so it's I still mean, pretty early. Oh, they've even got shopping carts. I they didn't do. even see I that. Look at that. They got little uh, I did baskets not see that there. earlier that's today. Cool. That, 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 that makes that, things that's easier. That's a class act right there. Now, I'm not a very good shopper. You, you know Are you from on. Clearwater? Okay, cool. Well, it's good. Yeah, so that, I didn't even see that they had that, which that's is awesome. awesome. So, that's good stuff. I mean, 
Yeah, we're good. Yeah. We're rolling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're live and record broadcasting. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No, you you're you're broadcasting to the internet right now. We're good. Hence the so. red light is on. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're good to go. <laughs> we're live here uh at Emerald City Comics in yeah. Clearwater, Florida. <laughs> of course, this is the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. We are a twice weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And we're Man, actually on location. Yeah. It is. We're on location on Saturday here. And uh, it's awesome. Lots of really cool people coming in. Definitely. Yeah, it's good times. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, for me, it's like when, when this, like I was saying earlier, there's nothing beats opening up a comic book. And yes, because I will that, not buy a digital comic. Well, that's the thing is, like, it's, and we grew up from that generation that, you know, would go every week and get your, you know, every yeah. month and get your comic and everything. Yep. And you can get comic books, like we said before, in our Daredevil season one review, Netflix's Daredevil. Definitely check that out if you've, if you've not checked. Uh, it just dropped out on Friday. Um, we talk about Daredevil on Netflix, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is amazing. Um, and it's like back then, comic books in the '90s, like you would go in, it would be everywhere. Like you could go to your Seven yep. Eleven, you'd go, you go to your supermarket, they would have comic books just stocked, oh, yeah. you know. And now it's like it's. I think it's kind of cool how like comic book shops are kind of like a a representation of the way things were. And and I think the reason why com- really good comic book shops like Emerald City yeah. Comics, they're hitting the every demographic possible. They're hitting everything that people like. And I think that's what's great. And then, you know, just the size and the just the, the people here, Daryl and his team has been amazing. And they're really nice. And, and they've been really welcoming to the happy hour and Johnny and Deuce. Yeah. So it's pretty awesome. And I just think, you know, they hit everybody in here. Like you said earlier, there's Flintstone stuff. There's there's Godfather things. There's, uh, I mean, every type, yeah. of, uh, every type of franchise is on display here. And I, I think that's something yeah. that, especially when you're, you're at Free Comic Book Day, people are yeah. going to be noticing that and seeing that. Because uh, like you said, when they're waiting in line for the free comics, yeah. they've they're got looking a, around. They're looking like, around. They're they got, I mean, literally from the floor out, to the ceiling the with, with merchandise. And yeah. this is awesome. And we're, we're actually in front of this awesome display here, which got a lot of Star Trek stuff, yep. which is really, really cool. Look at all these little ships and stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good friend Sean Serdinsky ought to be here and Lori from uh, Sci-Fi Bartow because you know how big a Star Trek fans they are. Yeah. And they would have loved this. I mean, I could tell you right now, that cookie jar would have came home with Oh, that would He would have took that. Jar, he would have taken that home. It would have been gone. It like, would have been yeah. highly logical exactly. for him to do that. So, and they've even got a whole section over there just to Star Trek toys I know. and stuff. So, he yeah, I know. You and I are like when we're we're talking in the yeah. podcast. We're like, hey, yeah. you see that over there? Yeah. Oh, I seen all the Star Wars stuff. Uh oh. Yeah, I told Uh-oh. you that was like the whole Star Wars row. Like, oh, see. Uh, behind the scenes, people, <laughs> while I was setting up, I made sure Johnny faced the opposite direction of the Star Wars wall so we got everything <laughs> set up on time because I knew he would go down the Star Wars rabbit hole if he yeah, saw it. So I so. kept, like, moving things, standing in the Apparently, way. Apparently, I like Star Wars. I don't yeah, know. I mean, yeah, it's not so like... I was like, yeah. did my best to kind of yeah. keep him distracted. It's like, ooh, shiny. Yeah. Like, <laughs> look over there. So. So. But I'm not the only Star Wars fan. Look at that. we got people with Star Wars shirts on and that yeah. is there. That's a cool shirt there. Awesome, good stuff. Yeah. So Star Wars is great. It hits everybody's, everybody has everybody's something sweet spot. Everybody's sweet everybody's spot. Everybody's got yeah. a little something that they like. I mean, we've got everything from The Walking Dead here, yep. uh, which I mean they've got a ton of. Which our good friends Huberto and Minnie from the Lakeland Zombie Fest. Oh yeah, would which love. Yeah, I can't wait. It's in, it's in October, October seventeenth. Yep. yep. So that's gonna be great. Looking forward to that. Looking so forward to that. we're gonna be there at the Sun and Fun. It's gonna be fantastic. So yep. definitely uh, keep. We'll be posting more about that. And of course, if you haven't come down to Clearwater, Florida, come yeah. down Free Comic Book Day. We're broadcasting live from Emerald City Comics. So 
Yeah, come on down and see us. And like I said, man, just the line keeps going. I and, know. And, and it's like because I'm maybe not the smartest person in the world. I didn't even think that people would keep coming after the doors open. Yep. I'm like, they're still oh, well, coming. There's, there's going to be that first rush, you know, at yep. 11, you know, by 1130. They'll be. They're still no. coming. They're still coming. So, awesome. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I think another thing to talk about is like how th- this actually works really well because the size they're, they're able to fit more people in here they're able to do more yes, here because yes. I've been to some comic book shops on Free Homework Day and it's it's like a very small area and it's really difficult I think here it's nice is that you have that open area the big large ceiling so it, you're not as hot they have the nice AC right, kicking right. in here and it's like people coming in line and they, they get to relax and they're cool and they're comfortable and it's I think it's a little bit better of a situation than a normal than free a comic normal. book day so this is great that Emerald City Comics is a part <laughs> of this pull the scenes behind the curtain just a little bit because Kyle may be an idiot. Um, so Deuce had to run the cable, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to run it this way, and then I'm going to zigzag it through here because nobody's going to be over there. Yeah. And I put it in the, the place heaviest, where everyone's walking. The traffic area of the whole store. I put yep. it right in front of the new toys. It's all good. It's a learning. <laughs> Thank it, God it, that our good buddy Kyle, the the commish, the if commish, you will, yes. told us about the, the double-wide gorilla tape, and yeah. I gorilla tape that beast down because, uh, you yep. know, insurance man over here does not want any drip and fall hazards. Nope. Do not uh, want to trip and fall. No. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Those hot toys are uh, really, yeah, really cool. Yeah, those are really cool. And if, like I said, yeah. if I've got this magical credit card where I can buy anything I want, um, that Star-Lord toy would probably well, come know, with We know the Winchester boys have a magical credit card. They, they, they do have a magic credit <laughs> Allegedly. card. Allegedly. Allegedly <laughs> magic credit card. There's not much magic about their credit card. That's true. It's just illegal. It's just, it's just fraud. <laughs> it's not magic. It's just fraud. <laughs> Old Winchester boys, which you got to be listening to us soon because we're going to be doing our Supernatural Oh, yeah, we're going to be doing a Supernatural recap series soon. recap um, up to the first nine seasons. Yeah, so definitely so be, stay tuned for that. That's going to be a great, great episode. Really, really cool. And the first lady of the Happy Hour, Brandy, I'm yep. sure will be on it's with us awesome. again for that one. It should be yeah. fun. I don't know, man. That evil Superman I really liked. I yeah, really, that was really neat. Oh, and the Star-Lord I really, yeah, really the, dug. Yeah, the detail on his face oh looks God, just like Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt down. Yeah, it's like, pretty, yeah. I pretty mean, they, awesome. All I can think is they put him in that machine like yeah. WWE uses yeah. for the toys where it scans their face with the lasers. Oh, yeah. You know, well, yeah it's, the laser scan. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, they've come a long way with, with – Action figures. Yeah, they toys, can do all kinds of crazy things with those lasers yeah. and the, the computers these days. Well, yeah, know? especially now. I mean, the the 3D printing is really. I mean, we're only on the Did tip you know of the iceberg. Winter Haven got a 3D. Printer? They have a 3D printer. Yeah, like I just found this out because our good buddy Glenn, who comes over for the UFC fights, which tonight we'll be watching the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight. So you're yeah. gonna have to check us out on Twitter for that. Yeah. But no, he was telling me at the last UFC fight, he was like, "Did you know that the Winter Haven Library has a 3D printer?" I'm like. No, I did not. Mm. And he's like, I had no he's idea. like, he kind of wants to go over there and get something printed. Now I'm sure they charge you. There's got to be yeah, some sort definitely of charge. Yeah, definitely has to be some sort of, of charge. Like, hey, that. you know, so. this is how much to, yeah. to get something printed. But yep. still, just the fact that they've got one shows to me that the price has got to be coming down on these things. Oh yeah, I mean, definitely. Um, For sure, it really, really does. Well, I'm of course, after they listen to this episode, the fight would have already happened, yep. but. But, uh, Mayweather has already won at this point. Oh no! Hang, I got hang, my. Hang, hang, hang all right, hey, we doing a prequel? A prequel here? <laughs> yeah. Well, what, oh, the, oh, well, actually, no. What I was gonna do is just say Mayweather won. You say Pacquiao won, and then we can edit it out so we know what of a won. Good editing. Good, good editing. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like I guess we're in. We're, this is free comic book day. We might as well talk about comic book movies too while we're here. Uh, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. We haven't really talked too much about the trailer, actually, Deuce. Yeah. Um, you've seen the trailer? 
I take uh, it. Superman, Dawn yeah. of Justice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's your thoughts on the trailer? Uh, Poop City. You don't like? Why do you not like it? Do you like? You don't like it because it's dark. The literally dark, as in the lighting is dark, and the scene was dark. What's your? Why do you not like it? Why is it Poop City, as you as you call it? My bar for that movie is set incredibly high, because they have to build a universe on one movie. You know, they got to build a whole world, whole universe, um, on one, one movie. Uh, and I'm worried about that. I'm worried about. I, I, I'm not worried about Ben Affleck as Batman. No, we both uh, love Ben Affleck. That, I'm, cool we're, we've been, I'm yeah. not worried about Henry Cavill as Superman. Right. Um, I'm worried about them introducing all these side characters, like Wonder Woman's going to show up and Cyborg's going to show up. And you well, know, it's supposed to be the yeah. precursor to the yeah, Justice League yeah. movie because. So you've got all these other characters showing up, and that worries me because you're going to have to shoehorn a lot of stuff in True. a two, three-hour movie. I'd, yeah. But the other thing is action. Like, I wanted more. Either I needed a longer trailer or a trailer that showed me more no, of the movie. It was more of a teaser, right? It wasn't an official I guess, trailer. But, like, I don't know. A lot it, of it left a really lately. bad taste in my mouth after I watched it. I was just like, I thought what this was is weird. Bad. What I like, thought was weird was Batman in that suit, but I get it. He has to. Ha- I mean, you're a regular. Power armor you have to, to be able to fight Superman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, that, and that's the whole the whole topic of like what the movie's going to be about. It's like after the events that happened in Man of Steel, yeah. you know, the destruction, you know, the devastation that happened in Metropolis. It's like you know, he he's kind of. There's a lot of people that are not a fan of Superman. You know, they're not a fan of what yeah. he's done, and I'm sure he saved people, but a lot of people died in the process. You know, yeah. Um, and it's like I feel like Batman's kind of like taking up the mantle, and he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna say, you know, Superman isn't, you know, he, he just because you have these godlike abilities doesn't mean you're, you know, better than us. And I, yeah. and I think that's kind of the way they're twisting the story a little bit. So it could be interesting. the narrative, if you the will. narrative, yeah. So I think that I don't know. It, it all depends on. Pacing, editing, you know, what they do with it. I'm not expecting yeah. a lot. I'm not going into it expecting this amazing opus of a film. But, well, I mean, I don't we'll, know. We'll, I, just, we'll I guess because when I saw the trailer, like, I wanted to see the Batmobile. I wanted to see the Batwing, which you did for, like, half a second. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to see maybe them at least throwing, like, one blow at each other or something. Like, some, like I wanted the trailer to be, like, when it ended, them punching each other in the face. I wish it had a – I wish it's, I wish the action, though, the tone of action – is more of a mix of what we've seen before in the past because the problem with Superman Returns was there was no action hardly in the whole film. Yeah, and then you you juxtapose that to Man of Steel. Man of Steel has the completely was opposite just end of the in spectrum. your nonstop action. I wish it would take because I mean visually, Man, visually medium. Man of Steel looked good. I mean the, the, the it, Superman looked amazing in flight, right? And I right. think that's something that you know from the back back in the day with Christopher Reeve. You know, on the table and the green yeah. screen and blue screen and all that stuff. I mean, I think they've come a long way with the flight. Um, we'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going yeah. into it expecting a lot. I mean, I'll go see it, but I'm not going like, oh, it could surprise us, Deuce. Yeah. Who knows? It could. It could be awesome. It could be the greatest. And this uh, is coming from uh, yeah. I mean, and yeah. I love Batman and Superman. Like Superman's one of my favorite heroes. So yeah. I mean, like, it's not that I dislike the characters. I think it's. <laughs> It's because I'm so psyched about uh, Suicide Squad. Like I could care less. Like this movie can tank as long as I get my Suicide Squad movie. I'm cool. Yeah. Like whatever, bro. <laughs> Once every couple of years, I'll go through my comic book collection and reorganize it and sure. make sure everything's where I want it to be. 
when you open up like a comic book, like an X Men from the eighties, and you pull it out and you get that that smell, that yeah. old comic yeah. book smell. It's awesome. It's it euphoric. brings you back. Yeah, it brings you it back you to memories. Oh, you think man. about it. It's very nostalgic because very. I, I think that's one of the reasons, one of the main reasons, like our generation still reads comic books, like oh, is yeah. because it makes you brings you back to a time when a you didn't have a job, b you were still living with your folks. You know, the only thing you had to worry about is really it's doing your homework and having tests right at school. But when you had summer, all this times breaks away. You didn't have to do anything but just read comic books all day, play video games and all that. So I think that's one of the things why I like comic books. And that was one thing we mentioned before briefly was when the New 52 had hit, uh, was it back in 2012, 13, 12, 13? Somewhere in there. Somewhere Pretty in there. close. Uh, back when they hit the New 52, it was like it got me excited again for comic books because I was kind of in a dark period for a while where I was like, eh, I was only picking up the trades, you know what I mean? Because yeah. you have a complete story you can read. But I was going through, and I, like I said before, I had like I was going, I had like ten to fifteen books that I was getting every month, yeah. Uh, and I got really, really crazy. Um, and we'll, we'll see where they're going to go here. I mean, because I guess they're wiping the new Fifty Two, and they're doing something else with it. Uh, I don't, I don't know. know. I, it's much no, it's, to it's say it. that's the problem. Is like it's kind of hard to introduce new comic book fans sometimes. Yeah. That's why I love Image so much. Uh, I mean, Image is knocking out of the park with all their with oh, all their yeah. series. Like, and, and they got great series. And yeah. knock on wood, I don't think they have uh, like done all these like reboots that all the others are doing because like you had marvel and then you had marvel now and right. it seems like you know they just rebooted it seems like also you've got to think you know they had uh you know the new 52 and now they've been kicking around well maybe we might go back to the, i mean it seems like they can't stick with the continuity and that's the thing like i don't want to buy all these books and get into it and be like oh we're racing that and we're starting over because i'm like no because then everything i bought is just garbage now it's kind of like buying men like you buy <laughs> men you like it you play it and by the way 2016 is coming out in six months and it's yeah. like oh well now i've got to go buy a new man because my old man it's not going to be good that's anymore. a good way to compare you know? it yeah and that's the way i look at it with all these reboots i'm like yeah. when you get it together and figure out you're going to stick with this for more than like i don't know six weeks yeah um you know then i'll then i'll you know i'll get down yeah good stuff and just oh I was that vegeta holy crap that's awesome. I love Vegeta. He's the best. His power level is 9,000. Speaking of Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super is the new show coming out. Um, Kira Toriyama is actually uh, reprising his series, Which, and uh, it's going to be great. That, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm an old-school DBZ yeah. fan here. I've never watched DBZ, so I know nothing about it. The cool kids call it DBZ, yeah, but, yeah, you know. Yeah. So the, the, the Dragon Balls. The Dragon I've Balls. Never, I've never seen. <laughs> Let um, me tell you about the Dragon Balls, Deuce. Uh, well, so. uh, well <laughs> what do you think about the, the – the, what? Uh, what do you think about them doing this new show? I, I love it because I, I think it's making Dragon Ball Z relevant again, especially yeah. in America, because America is almost like a renaissance for anime the, the last decade. Yeah, because I think I, give I a think, lot of credit to I think America has really done a great job of just exploring and, and loving this, this genre of entertainment called anime, the manga, the manga, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, and it, I think it's great that we've kind of – Especially MegaCon and all these conventions, like you have you have FAE and all these different conventions, like people are really gravitating towards that. And I, and for me, Dragon Ball Z was was like it is a sign of it was very nostalgic for me to watch it, yeah. especially now. Um, but it's it's great. I think the new show is going to hit a, a new demographic, a new generation of kids, which is great. Um, and no, I'm excited for it. We'll see how it is. I'm glad that the original creators on the project. So we'll yeah, see. Because that's definitely going to make you feel good knowing yeah. that the guy that like came up with it is still yeah. involved. Yeah. I think that's you know that that's got to be a good feeling. Yeah. I just like I said because I'm I'm not a DBC fan myself. I've not you know really watched much yeah. Dragon Ball yeah. or any to be honest with you. Um, 
So it's not it's for everyone, but I, I think they're wanting to kind of hit that demographic, you know, the new generation. Well, my of, anime uh, knowledge is very, very limited as it is. Like, I've seen Ghost in the Shell, of course. I've seen Akira. Right. I've seen uh, uh, Cowboy Bebop. But, like, that's pretty much where I mean, there's a good yeah. good anime. I yeah. mean, you watch some good classic stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, um, I, I have a little, just not a lot. Like, right. I wish I could have more anime knowledge, but the problem right. is now it's like, okay, now... I want to go back and watch this stuff. Either A, it's kind of hard to find, right. or it's not easy to get access to. And then yeah. two, it's we just me and you both we've said this before. We have such limited free time. It's like okay, well I can watch this anime series, or I can get caught up on like this week's Flash and Arrow, sure. or, you know, yeah. like or this new video game I picked up or yeah. whatever. And you know, so you really kind of got to pick and choose. Pick Spe- and choose your battles. Speaking of Flash, oh my goodness, that that show I was on the fence before it started. Ooh. Before it started, I was on the fence. I was like. Because I liked reading Flash growing up, and I, I like Flash's villains. Um, and I was like, eh. And it's, it's, I am pleasantly surprised how good the Flash is. And it's something that we had talked about before, but our, our third member, Brandy, uh, my yep. wife, she uh, uh, she she wasn't even going to watch a show. It was the only thing where I was in, I was in, I was in the episode two, and and she was on the couch reading her fan fiction. Yeah, yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, we call that she, Tuesday. Yeah, we call that Tuesday. It's, it's all of a sudden I noticed she wasn't watching. She was actually she had a tear fall down her face. I go, she's been watching The Flash, and, and then she was like, "Oh my gosh, I love it! It's great! It's yeah, I will have her on and give her take on it." But she yeah. loved it, and I think that's what's great. It's, it kind of hits a different. Hits Claire all. would say, "I could woo to that." <laughs> True, and of course, uh, yeah, I, I think the show is great. Um, I'm curious to see, you know, because they're starting to do more of that crossover with Arrow. Yeah, the they're crossover gonna with Arrow. Event. They're going to be a big yeah. event, I guess. So we're going to have a few episodes. They're going to do a crossover. Well, then also, they're doing the Legends series. The Legends which series. It's going to yeah. be a thirteen episode series yeah. next year, and it's going to have like the Atom, Firestorm. Right. So it's going to be uh, interesting to Roy see what they do. Coming back. Yeah. Um. So there's a lot of things they can do with it. I'm really excited about that new TNT show. I was telling you on the way here, Titans, which is going to be the Teen Titans that they're going to oh, do over true. on TNT. Yeah, that should be interesting. I mean. I, I think my, what I'm going to be very interested in, because you got to understand, the CW, CBS, TNT, TBS, all owned by the same company. Right. So, that TNT show can be in the same universe as Arrow sure. and uh, Flash. Right. And if that is the case, I think that'd be great, because, um, well, you're not caught up on Arrow, so I don't want to spoil anything yeah. for you, but one of the uh, bigger characters leaves, and he's he's like done with the show. He's done. done. He's done. He's done your rings. He's done your rings. He's, he's going to come back rings. and maybe do like yep. a finale, and he said, right. you know, I'll come back and do some episodes, but right. like, I'm done. And I'm wondering if part of that is he's done because he's going to go do the new Titan show. You think so? That, uh, that's that's my theory. Because, I mean, why would you leave a paying gig? Right. I mean, when you've got a paying gig like yeah. that, why would you leave? That's plausible, if, though. Know, I mean, I, we'll, we'll see. Unless you know. you've got a whole other, you know, you've got another gig lined up. Yeah, it's true. And something new that I didn't see before, which, yep. Johnny, since you I, finally got I to get I strolled for the a table, minute, yeah. and then I was like, ah, I'm going to get back. But, like, there's a, a really cool Star Wars aisle. I call it Star Wars. The, the Mecca, trench, if you will. Star Wars Trench, if you will, going through. And uh, there's a really cool, like, Star Wars toys from different eras in there as well, like stuff from the 70s and 80s. And they had the Power of the Force toys. Yeah, which didn't you say they had, like, original yeah, like, 70s yeah, it's in really, box Yeah, it's Star really, Wars. really wow. neat. I'll do that. I love, I, I love what I love about Pretty Comic Day is, like, those people, all, you know, everyone's representing, they're wearing their... Uh, their nerd flag, costumes, their yeah. nerd flag fly, you know, let it fly. It's kind of like a mini con, if you it will. It is, yeah. Like, people you know, coming through, and kind of some people are cosplaying, and, and yep. it's really, really cool. I mean, there's a guy dressed up as Wolverine coming up soon. Yep, yep. So that's really cool. We had a Batman, we had a Harley Quinn. So a lot of really cool things going on here. 
So we're having a great time here at Emerald City Comics for Free Comic Book Day, May 2nd, 2015. Yep. In beautiful Clearwater, Florida. So. So what comic, if you could pick any comic to get here today, what would be the comic you'd be most interested to pick up today? Well, I that's that's a good question because it's like I – would I would I pick up one single issue and start from a new series I've not read before, or would I go and pick up a trait that has a complete story? And that's something that Ooh, I'm curious about. Wow, cause that's that you actually just pulled back a layer of the onion to the question I didn't even think of. I would probably go trade just because if I got a single issue, I'd be completely lost. Right. Because yeah, yeah, especially for Marvel. Marvel has got. Yeah, Marvel I mean, they've, Marvel's is, done yeah. so much. And like the new Fifty Two has right. done a lot of like swishing around. Right. Um, so I'd be curious to see yeah, kind of like. I would be very curious. Um, I don't know. Like, like would you? I, I know a lot. I think what what's interesting is like when when a movie becomes really popular, the comic books sell more. Like when Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. came out, the sales of Guardians of the Galaxy comic books went up it's through the roof. So like I personally, I I've not read any Guardians of the Galaxy. So oh, wow. okay. I'd be curious to pick up a trade and just to see where this comic's going, to see where that's going because I really love the movie. I mean, if you guys haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy, you've been living under a rock. You need to check out Guardians of the Galaxy for sure. So welcome back, Internets. My name is Johnny Womack, and i got my main man, Deuce. What's going on, man? Hey. Of course, we are at Emerald City Comics for Free Comic Book Day. This is May 2nd, 2015, in beautiful Clearwater, Florida. And, of course, we love to have guests on. And uh, we had uh, Josh Bauer earlier. Uh, he's an, uh, an artist. Uh, definitely check him out, uh, joshbauerartist.com. And we're happy to announce David Berger. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing very well. How are you doing? Good, good. And you are an author. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm a high school teacher out of Land Lakes, Florida, and I have a novel series out. I'm working on getting my third book in the Task Force Gaia series out in May, a late May. And uh, it's a sort of like an adult version, I guess, of Percy Jackson, mm-hmm. where it's a modern-day take on mythology, where the gods in ancient times sort of messed around and, and messed up history a bit. And it, prophecy comes about that it's only that the mortals, four in particular, who in the modern day can actually set things right. And they are given special abilities, and uh, some of them are actually related to gods. Oh, wow. And given okay. uh, swords and, and other magical weapons to be able to set things right uh, so far. So in the first book, they have to set the, the uh, sacred scales that were sort of destroyed by one of the old gods, because Zeus sort of, as he can do, annoyed one of them. And... Um, they couldn't fix it, so thousands of years later, these four heroes had to actually set things right. But the problem was history had already been rewritten because the scales had been destroyed. So if they did fix the scales, they might rewrite history to where they didn't exist in the first place. So they have to make a choice of, do we fix this and rewrite ourselves out of existence or do the right thing and set things right? So uh, that's th- the first book really details that journey. Well, how, how long did it take you to write the first book? First book was a short story I wrote in high school, and uh, that was back in the mid '80s. So, oh wow! Okay, yeah, it's been a for while. a while. Yeah. So it's uh, it took me about 25 years or so to finish and publish that. That was out in, in 2012. Okay, so it's out now. Yeah. The first book, awesome. Yeah. First That's and cool. second book are out now, currently on Amazon, and the third book should be out in May. And I'm working on the fourth and the fifth right now. That sounds awesome. I mean, like, for like, what would you say was your biggest influence for writing the series? Well, I was a huge reader as a child and got into fantasy fiction, a lot of mythology. Comic books were a huge influence for me. In fact, Wonder Woman's my favorite character. Oh, and awesome. With her mythological roots, that sort of kept me um, inspired. So, and I've always been a comic fan up until this day. 
So th those are the types of things that keep me going and, and give me the ideas. Well, I think it's great because, like, you know, with – and we ha we have, we've had some people on before that love to read books as well. And I, I think it's something special about opening up a book. And there's that some that, that, that book smell, like the pages being able to go through. Because when you're in a book, it, like, it's kind of special and intimate to you because, like, the author has a certain place in mind, like yourself. You, ha you have a, a beginning, middle, and end to that story that you want to tell. But everyone has a little bit different starting point, a little bit different journey that they go through, the way they envision it in their brains. Like, I think that's kind of special. And, like, it's something that you it, – it, it's – I don't know, like, it's hard to describe, hard to, to capture, because, like, with the comic book, comic books are great. I love comic books. But it's kind of written out literally for you. you got the colors, the ink, the story. It's all there. Mm -hmm. you, there's not a lot of imagination that goes into a comic book. I mean, there's some great books out there, and they're influential. But, like, with a book, like a, a normal, like, book that you that you read, like, it's just something special, that, that, that magical tale that w weaves you, and, it, like, you can kind of play see it play in your mind. And, like, when I read books... I literally like I see everything in my head headspace, and I'll tell a friend about a book, and they've seen it differently. Like, and that's what's so difficult about like when you see books, movies that are adapted on books. Mm -hmm. It kind of says everything. It, it kind of divides fans a little bit because, like, especially Lord of the Rings. I always talk about Lord of the Rings. The movies I treat them like separate entities than the books because they have a different feeling and, and they're based on it, they're adapted on it, but kind of like it's a little bit different, and it has everyone's different perspective on it. But like I. I'm curious to read your book, first of all, because it sounds fascinating. How can people – you said it's on Amazon. Yes. Now, is it digital only, Kindle only? Or no, paperback. Oh, you have an actual paperback. Yeah, paperback awesome. and, and um, Kindle as well. Oh, that's awesome because, like, that was another thing I was saying. Like, have you uh, – wh what's your thoughts as an author seeing that paradigm shift into the digital world? Like, wh what's your thoughts on that? Well, I think digital books have their place. I mean, we have technology for a reason, and people who can't actually have – Books, for, you know, libraries full of books in their home, where they travel, and they need to have access to books. I certainly think there's value to that. But I am an old school kind of guy, and I like to have a paperback or a hardcover in my hand, and once in a while, dog ear a page or make notes or something. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think there's there's value to it, but I think we need both in the world. I think we need book and brick and mortar bookstores as much as we need online availability for eBooks. Well, yeah, I, I I think it's great because that's preservation, right? Because one day. It, it, you look at the was it the great library uh, back in Rome and everything like it, it got burned down right mm -hmm. and they had they found out that it got you know handwritten back in the day you had to handwrite everything before the the movable type printing press by Johann Gutenberg right you had to like handwrite everything the monks would do that and it took forever and if you misspelled or, or lost a page you lost it for history forever and I think mm -hmm. that's one thing that I love about the technology especially with the whole Kindle world is like you're preserving these books because it's going into the cloud. So like you can go 10 years from now and still go back to that book that you read. It doesn't degrade. It doesn't, you know, get lost. Doesn't, you know. And I think mm -hmm. there's some. There's definitely some value to that. But Deuce and I, we're we're big fans of tangible media uh, because yeah, I feel like, like I, I don't do anything digital when it comes to books or anything like that. I want a book I can hold in my hand. I like the new book smell. Like yeah. I, <laughs> I, 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 I need it in my hands. I don't like looking at a computer screen and reading it. I don't like looking at a tablet and reading it. I want it in my hand so if I can't get it that way I won't buy it so it's like you know if it be at a comic a book whatever if I can't buy a physical copy I just I don't but, but we get we, we do understand that you know especially the new generation you know there's a lot of children here today you know which is great I think that's good parenting that parenting getting, getting them in there showing them what you love and they love it they go after it but I, I think 
they're they're we were all born with knowing what a book is, a tangible book that you can read and open. So like we grew up through it and you're a product of your time, your generation, right? So uh, I think it's what's great about books is they, they weave that story and it's it's very magical to me, as cheesy as that sounds. Like <laughs> I, did, like what, what would you consider some of your favorite books? Like if you had, to, I know it's a tough question to answer, but what books do you like to read? Like what are some of your classic Well, I, I lean toward fantasy and science fiction mostly. So Neil Gaiman is a favorite of mine. Yeah. Um, the last book I read of his was The Ocean at the End of the Lane, and I bought it in one day, you know, read it in one sitting. Wow. Within a couple hours. I just couldn't put it down. Um, And all of his books are are workable to me. But anything, I mean, Isaac Asimov, or even books that that skirt the edge of dystopia, you get certain um, books that are like The Hunger Games, things along those lines. I haven't yet picked up the Divergent series, but my students are big fans of that. So books along those lines are are books I enjoy. Marion Zimmer Bradley, uh, you know older yeah. older authors from my childhood. Sure. Piers Anthony, things that um, that gave me my imagination for writing as well. Things I would not have picked up had I not had the interest from either earlier fantasy fiction or mythology or things along those lines. Well, I think it's it's interesting because like growing up, like I said earlier, you're part of your your generation. And like when when Kyle and I were born, um, you know computer wasn't in every household yet it wasn't until like windows 3.1 you know 94 95 when you know when the computer started to become affordable in the household now every household has 3.5 computers the 0.5 being a tablet you know Mm -hmm. and like kids are born with that so like that technology is already there so it's like back back in our time you know deuce and i growing up was like we we you know, a lot of it is you out and played. You used your imagination. You know, you you didn't just have things handed to you on a silver platter. And so I think a lot of the kids don't understand. They're not going to understand that for many years, like how, you know, you have to adapt to that technology. Um, and back my dad's my dad's time, you know, they had ri- radio serials. You know, like you had – it was like, you know, my dad loved Gunsmoke. It was one of his favorite <laughs> shows of all time. And it's like back then you you appreciated that because that's all you had. And you only had a few channels. So, like, you, you didn't have a lot of choices. So it was like – a lot of the times they'd use your imagination, you know, and those radio programs and radio dramas were amazing because, like, they would use sound effects and voice actors. Remember back, what was it, the, uh, I should get, get that confused now, Orson Welles, the, the radio drama. The War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds, yeah. yeah. Like, so it's, it's really interesting to see kind of how, how we've shifted technologically to where we are now and, and – I, I see. For, I'm I'm in both worlds. Like I love the original books. I love being able to read them and you know go through them and, and like you said, dogtail them, which is a cool phrase uh, that a lot of people probably have no idea what that is if you're from this generation, <laughs> uh, and using bookmarks and stuff like that. And then you have that Kindle or your phone or whatever. You have access to ten thousand plus books. You can go through it at a moment's notice and read it, and it, it'll do the whisper sync to your next device and all that stuff. That's all great, but like, I feel like with the my whole point of this is I feel like there is a intrinsic value to a tangible product. Like, you go on and be like, hey, I always joke, say, oh, you want to see my music collection? Double clicks on computer folder. Like, there's something there that I like being able to show off what you have, and there's a story there with every book, every every mm-hmm. vinyl record you have, every CD you have, cassette tape, Betamax, whatever you have. You have something that you could show people and, and feel prideful of that. I don't know. Like, I, I think being comic book fans in general, I think we have a collector gene in us. That yeah, Deuce and I are shaking our heads. There, there, oh man, a, I'm the worst. There's, there's, yeah, there's a certain <laughs> and and I think this was great about comic books. I mean, Deuce and I have been talking about this is like comic books are one of the last re- relics, if you want, like of that 
that tangible product. I mean, I know a lot of it's going into the digital world as well, but like I love like for example, Free Comic Book Day. It gets people all of us. These these are our people. These are people that we can relate to that understand what we love. And I think this was so amazing about something like Free Comic Book Day and Emerald City Comics has been great, you know, with the having this awesome venue to be able to do something like this and I feel like it's special like I almost consider a comic book fans a niche audience like it's not something everybody does like what what what's your take on um, comic book movies in general like are, are you pretty appreciative of them or are you kind of hit or miss what do, what do you think being a comic book fan since I was a kid I mean any comic book movie for me is is of general interest although I think at times like I know with like Age of Ultron coming out I have lots of friends who are so gung-ho about it and I, I like and I appreciate the Marvel Universe. I'm a DC guy personally, but mm-hmm. I can certainly watch any movie on, and it's based in comics. Um, I do find that the enthusiasm once in a while, I, I get, I understand it, but I'm not always there with everybody else who's gearing up for it. Um, so I'll wait until the until the buzz dies down a little bit and then yeah. I'll say, okay, now let me go see it because I'm always afraid to look on Facebook and the spoilers are you know, everywhere. And right. So I tend to avoid that for a while, but I, I'm very appreciative of that and that's how I get my inspiration too is Watching like, animated cartoon series or, or movies based in car- in comic books or superheroes, sure. which helps me with my book, which is I guess a, a Greek mythology inspired superhero series. So it gives me that that impetus. And so seeing the special effects and the characters, and even in a universe I don't read as much in, like Marvel, I can certainly appreciate the Avengers and and Guardians of the Galaxy and books and and movies like that for what they are, which is truly inspiring even to young people. Yeah, I think it's pr- uh, pretty special, and and for me, it's like you look at a movie like I always bring back to the Guardians of the Galaxy, a book that even me as a pr- as a comic book reader, I didn't really know a lot about. I didn't read a lot. It wasn't it, that was super niche. Like only a select few comic book readers even really knew what Guardians of the Galaxy was. Sure, there's a small fan base, but like I felt like that was the dark horse, the wild horse, the wild card for Marvel. They weren't sure what was going to happen because a you don't have the huge you know household names in this mm-hmm. Rocket Raccoon. What? <laughs> What's that? They saw the Comic-Con preview of him shooting the gun, and people were like, what is this? And then Star-Lord, like, no one knew what this was. And then you find out later, you know, w- the movie, it pretty much is a James Gunn film that happens to be in the Marvel Universe. James Gunn is a fantastic director. You folks listening at home, uh, check out Slither. Uh, check out uh, Super with Rain, Rain Wilson. Excellent films. Uh, he, he's a great director, but he made he, it was just his film that he wanted to craft. And I think the the audience spoke, and I think it was one of those things where or, it was organic. Like, people were telling their friends about it, and their friends were telling their friends about it. And I, don't, I didn't think Marvel thought it would be this big. And I, I I think now with Ant-Man, I don't know a lot about Ant-Man, other than he's small and he can get big in some of the iterations. And Edgar Wright leaving the project, there's a lot there's a lot going into that film that I'm kind of hesitant about. I like Paul Rudd. I think he's great, but I'm kind of hesitant on it. But if that does well and people tell their friends, like, I think people have faith in Marvel's cinematic universe because of Gar- how well Guardians of the Galaxy did. So, I mean, I just, I appreciate that. And I appreciate, you know, having something, you know, of a fan base that they can, you know, talk about these things. And like you said, you're earlier a teacher. What, what do you teach? I teach AP English Lit and IB oh, wow. English. So I tell Deuce I and I remember, yeah, we, yeah. we were in AP English back we in the were. day. That's, that's some tough. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah, I <laughs> teach the seniors. So, and they're getting ready to graduate right now. Gotcha, gotcha. And do you ever have like talks with them about like your your books and everything? Oh, like that? all the time. I actually have uh, posters of the book covers in my my classroom. I have DC posters, uh, you know, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, everybody hanging all over my room. My kids know that I am a comic book freak. That's awesome, dude. So I, I yeah. mean, David was our teacher. That's so cool. Like that. 
I, that brings a smile to my face because, like, because <laughs> you you have to understand too. Like, I I do think when someone tells you that you're a teacher, I think there's preconceived notions that go into that. Like, oh, you're you know you're you know you've got a certain way you do things, and you know you're very serious. You know, as a teacher, I think people think that. I think it's great that you kind of you know. You wear that uh, love on your sleeve and on your walls, you know, of your room, and I think that's <laughs> oh, great, yeah. and I, th- I I appreciate that, and I think that's really neat. Uh, but like having discussions with your students, like how does that go? Like they'll see the poster and they'll ask, or do you tell them, hey, I'm an author as well, and if you guys have questions, you know, this is this is how I approach writing. Like how? how wha- well, how d- it's funny because some students will come in my room and I don't know them from the years prior. They just meet me senior year, and they'll see a poster on the wall of my book cover, and they'll say, wait, that's you. I've heard of that book, or I've seen, I've heard people talk about it, or I, right. I knew the name David Berger associated with this. I didn't realize that was you. And then they get interested, like, well, tell us about it. And we talk about the books, and they want to know the questions like you've asked, like the inspiration and, and all of that. And then they see the posters of all the superheroes. And right. whenever I go to conventions, I'll get art from different artists I enjoy and sure. put that up in my classroom. So they really, I don't know, they get into it. And we had a friend of mine does action figure um, at Workday, basically, where you just bring in an action figure, take pictures of it all over your workplace. And so I was doing that too. And I had one sitting on my podium and a little green lantern. And uh, the kids were like, what are you doing that for? And I, and I told them, and they're like, that is just the coolest thing ever. You know, That's I, awesome. I, yeah. I don't like to think that I'm one of the traditional teachers who sticks to the, the hard and fast rules. I right. like to bring in my own interests so that they can see I'm actually a human being. Yeah. Some sort of holographic projection that appears every morning. Right. Good way to put it. I mean, <laughs> I do. I do feel like sometimes you know, people get caught in their everyday lives and they they forget. Hey, you no, know, you're a person. You're, you know, this is your you're at your your job, your employment, but you also have interests and loves and you know desires and stuff like that. And I think, I I don't I th- I think I I'd hate to I, personally. I'd hate to see a world where you're you don't have a classroom anymore with kids physically there because you could see that happening already with with the whole. Uh, webcam and like hangouts and all that like there's some professors that will do that google hangouts to the students at home and like mm-hmm. to me i get kind of sad by that i'm sure there's interaction there but there's something about being there with someone and the energy someone gives off you know and the the immediate gratification you get uh and i i don't know i, I kind of feel that way with movie theaters i feel like there's gonna be one day where the movie theaters are not gonna be around anymore and that makes me really sad the fact that it's gonna be sh- Shot straight to your television, maybe Netflix or whatever. You know, the movie will be out to your television the same day. And I don't know, I'd, but maybe that's just part of our generation. You know, growing up, we're used to that. We went to theaters, and, we, and now it's like kids. Th- there's pros and cons to the techno- te- technological shift, and I guess it's something that you know we're having to adapt on an everyday basis. You know, especially. Mm-hmm. I guess my next question to you is, smartphones. Like seeing seeing that because when Deuce and I grew up we didn't have cell phones mm-hmm. we didn't have, you didn't have cell phones no. you know? oh, no. now it's like eight year olds have cell phones in their hands like ha- have, you, have you seen a shift at all like how do you th- see like how your students have been since they've had that technological change they are tied to that as if it were a part of their anatomy really um, it's, and it's funny because they, they can't read analog clocks they can, they, really they, I have one in my room and they say wow. I, I don't know how to tell time on that I'll use my phone which is really sad. Wow. Which I didn't, is truly sad. I didn't ever heard that before. That's crazy. So, yeah, and so they have their phones everywhere. I do let them use them once in a while for looking things up, or right. sometimes a student will buy an ebook for a class, and so they'll have it on their phone. But it is, it's hard because they really want to be tied into Twitter and Instagram and, and everything that they're doing. And I appreciate that, too, because I'm on social media well. As I was well. going to ask you, how do they find you on the Internet? Um, they can find me on Instagram. They can find me on Facebook. 
Uh, I don't I don't add students of mine currently. Right, I'll add right. them after they graduate if right. they want. But how do listeners so. find you? You know, if they want. Well, they can find me on, on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash taskforcegaia, um, or facebook.com slash david dot burger. Uh, I'm always welcoming new friends. How can they order your books? Amazon? Through Amazon.com. Okay. You can order paperback or a Kindle version. Nice. I love that. Now, would uh, you're local in, in the area? Where do you, where do you look? Lo- I live up in Lana Lakes. Oh, okay. So just north of Tampa. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely want to check out the book. It sounds interesting to me. Um, cool. Our good friend Brian Winslow said, "Hey, check out David. He's really cool." And so, <laughs> like, I always love that because I think it's just so great about the, you know, our. I said our people earlier, but like, I feel like we're more open than most. Like, I feel like, hey, we we don't judge as harshly as other people, and I feel like, you know, we w- we're more willing to give it a try, give things a try, and uh, and you know. I don't know. It's hard to ex- it's hard to explain that, but like I feel like we're more open and we're not living in the world with blinders on, so to speak. I feel like that we're wanting to experiment more and, and more mm-hmm. change and all that stuff. It doesn't scare us as often, and I think that's what's great. Um, but I um, definitely want to check out your book. Thank so, you. Uh, Task Force uh, Gaia is mm-hmm. the book, and definitely check it out. Uh, David Berger. Um, that's B U R G E R. B E R. Oh, B E R. Okay. B E R G E R. So the David Berger. Uh, definitely check him out. He's on Instagram. He's on Facebook. And uh, let us know what you think of the book. You know, give them some feedback. I love that because they can review on Amazon and everything. Yes, like they that, can. Which yeah. is great. I think that's another great tool. Kind of gives people like ideas of what they love. And I guess what my my last question before we go, it's like, what was the first ex- time you saw your book published? What was that feeling like? Well, I I self published. I'm an independent author, so publishing sure. through CreateSpace, which is an Amazon company, and they send you a proof copy to make sure that everything looks good. And it was the first time I'd actually held a, a copy, a book copy of my novel in my hands. And I'll be honest, I sat on the couch and I was teary-eyed for about 20 oh, minutes. definitely. It was like being pregnant for 25 years and finally giving birth. It was the longest gestation period I can imagine. But holding that in my hand and having the cover art and, and looking through it, 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 it was a, a mind-blowing experience for me that, that my literally my dream since childhood had come true. Um, ironically enough, the second book took only 10 months to write. And, you know, so it's getting easier. But that was the very first experience was was heartwarming for me. And I still have the photograph I took and posted onto Facebook. And it makes me think about my students having dreams of doing the same thing. And I tell them my stories. And, and, they, and they also get excited about that, too, when they That's hear about inspi- it. You got me a little touched, actually. <laughs> That's really inspiring. Like, I, I felt the whole thing you're saying is you, whatever the whole the, the whole phrase, whatever you, you, you know, put your mind to it, you can do it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, as long as. I think that's what's so great is like I feel like we're we're all passionate about something, you know, and just because you have a passion and dream, you can pursue that, and you're a living reality of, of pursuing <laughs> your dream, and I think that's amazing, and um, I'm I'm inspired by that actually. That's really cool. I, mean, <laughs> I have a book that I've been toying with for like eight years. I don't know if I'll ever do anything with it, but the the fact that you know so you were able to do that is is mind blowing to me, and I'm I'm kind of inspired by that. So definitely check it out. David Berger, B E R G E R. Uh, his book is the Task Force Gaia. Check it out on Amazon.com. You can get the uh, paperback as well as the digital form for your Kindle. And uh, tell them that the Happy Hour and Johnny Deuce sent you. And David, so much. Thank you so much well, for thank joining us. Thank you very us. much. I appreciate awesome. it. Looking forward to your book. On, thank you. 
Okay, Internets, we're back for the Happy Hour and Johnny and Deuce. We are, and we're here live from Emerald City Comics. Yep. Free comic book day, helping to raise funds for the MDA Muscle Walk. And we've got with us here the hardest-working man in comics, Daryl. What's going on, man? Well, hi, how are you doing? <laughs> doing excellent, excellent. Thanks for coming out today. Uh, you've been a, a it's been an awesome addition to what we have going on here today. Well, thank you so much, and I want to say thank you for the hospitality. You guys have been amazing yep. to us today. I've got to say, this is my first ever free comic book day, and okay. this is amazing like yeah. it's it's worth the two o'clock mark and the line's still all the way out to the parking yeah. lot yeah we still have folks outside yeah, so i, so I kind of call this manhattan lunch hour yeah that's <laughs> exactly what it is because yeah. it's it's but it's hasn't been chaos you've nope. got this down to a science man like they've got a nice single file line yeah there's people shopping doing other things but you've got them going to the back getting the books meeting the artists you know sure. coming out i mean i couldn't have I couldn't have asked for a nicer day to do this. Yeah, and, super and relaxed, people, yeah, calm, super, you know, yeah. What I mean? yeah. harmonious, yeah. if you will. Yes. So, yeah, yeah it, uh, as I've said, we have the best guests. They're so relaxed. They're so comfortable with one another. They're so gracious. Yeah. But we couldn't do it without them. So, no. uh, you know, this would be a really rough one if uh, if people weren't, uh, you know, willing to work with us. So we yeah. really appreciate their stepping in and, and being relaxed. And we try to, you know, take good care of our people. Our people are used to events. We do events almost every Saturday. So wow. we either have superheroes in the store or some kind of sale or gaming event or something going on. So they're kind of used to it being a little crowded in here. So that helps. So, the, so it's totally new, which I've got to say, you have got the friendliest staff I think I've <laughs> yeah. ever met like they have been super nice all day anytime i ask for anything they're like oh deuce let me get that for you like oh it's over here like they have been on the ball and just so nice and pleasant and great to work with so all of our listeners out there the comic shop you've got to go to is emerald Emerald city City comics Comics, clearwater florida definitely check them out we've been posting pictures from the event today yes we have come by tell daryl you said hey and the happy hour giant deuce sent you and we're gonna be coming back please i hope so actually i've only seen one percent of this place so i'm like like, he still hasn't seen like half the place yet yeah. so we're gonna we're we might yeah, actually have to make a a trip sometime soon oh definitely all the way from polk county over here to do it because yeah. i mean the shop itself just and we we talked about it for an hour yeah. just it was amazing just the amount of things you have here you've got sure. everything from toys to statues to comics but i mean there's not a genre you haven't hit right. you right. you're kind of the the buckshot approach <laughs> right. if you will of everything exactly everything yeah, yeah that's I mean, kind of a result of you know kind of pop culture has yeah. become very geek centric and so right. you know we we don't want to just say we're just people in capes and comics yeah. which is yeah. fantastic and yeah. I love that but we also want to be you know horror movies and sci-fi and, right. and even some comedy and things like yeah. that so we try to have a little bit of everything for everybody so this is kind of a one stop place no matter what you like you know we have something that's going to represent your your taste whether nice. it's old or new or what have you. That's so. what I say Perfect. like I love some of the uh, Deuce and I were seeing some of the stuff up here like the old the Skeletor's Castle or whatever yeah, like, 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 old toys. like growing up we're like dude we played with that stuff when we were kids. <laughs> yeah. They had that real Ghostbusters set for the cartoon. I'm like, dude, I remember playing yeah. that as a kid. And, like, it's kind of bring me back to the nostalgia, you know, and, like, some of the, the classic Star Trek stuff you have here as well. So I think yeah. what's so great is you're hitting every type of demographic of people, you know what yeah. I mean? So I, that's what I love about it. It's an amalgamation of just awesomeness. So Yeah, we uh, our tagline is, your best memories are here. And oh, wow. what we mean by that is, you know, if there's something like you said, you played with as a kid, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, we probably have it or some semblance of it, or at least that character is represented in some way. Or if you're five years old, you may come in here and meet Wolverine and get his autograph and, you know, and, and see all these great comics and toys through your building memories. So one right. way or the other, you know, yeah. we, we really feel like we're a very emotion-centric place. And I think right. that's why we're so successful is just because... Because it pulls on people's heartstrings, yeah. And they, they love everything here, so it's so you can't you can't move two inches without running into something that's at least cool. Even if you're yeah. not into it, it's like 
if I were into that, I would be buying that. That is very cool. So yeah. we try to cater to everybody's taste. And I'm not gonna lie, I I can't not not look. <laughs> I've been staring at this. Yeah, this he's been eyeballing it. Yeah. Like he's trying to figure out how he can get out of paying his rent this month. Yeah. So he, 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 he <laughs> because can afford you're very brave yeah. to be in front of that with your back turned all day. Yeah. So. Uh, I I'm I the big my favorite show of all time to the day I die. I put a gun to my head. Twilight Zone, best oh, show okay. ever made. Uh, my personal opinion. So I I've seen. <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna leave with a couple of those figures over there because they're right. amazing. Uh, I I just I love that show and I love that you're catering to everybody. Like there's something for everybody in here, sure. and the fact that I go in here and I s- the first thing I see is Twilight Zone, I'm in love already. I'm in love <laughs> with this shop. So, uh, how long have you guys been here? I've uh, we've been in this building uh, since October of 2013. So oh, about awesome. a year and a half now. Awesome. And, uh, we've been in business. We're actually uh, going into our 26th year. Uh, nice. September will be starting our 26th anniversary. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, and this is just one guy's collection, so that's that's why we've been able to build and have all these unique things. And we get new collections in all the time. So, uh, you know, there are always people bringing things in a, a lot of the time. And uh, if it's stuff that's in good condition, especially if it's you know already still in its package and unopened, you know we're definitely interested in that. Um, so we get a lot of a lot of traffic uh, of that sort through the week as well. So wow, awesome, awesome. And uh, anything else you want to? No, just come out and see him, man. Yeah, you got to give these guys some support and some love, man. This is I, I can't sing the praises of you yourself, Daryl, but also your staff. Like well, thank the you. nicest I staff I think I have ever dealt with, and just it was such an easy thing because I'm not gonna lie, we drove all the way here from Polk County, you know, right. came a long <laughs> way, and we're like. All right, let's yep. see what happens. And, <laughs> yeah. like, from the minute we walked in the door, what can we get you? What do you need? Where do yep. you need everything? It's like, awesome. just Johnny on the ball, which is for us, is awesome because we come with – we're like a, a circus. We, you know, we <laughs> yep. bring everything yep. and we got to put up our yep. tents. Yep. So to, to be able to just come out here and, and bring everything was, was awesome and just had an amazing day so far today. Well, in return, you guys have been super self-contained and low-maintenance <laughs> great energy, and we love it. So you, you guys are like the hall and oats of podcasting. There we go. Oh, we'll hey, take it. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yep. That's the next t-shirt. The Hall and Osa podcast. Right. So we want to make sure that when people are coming from Ocala or Sarasota or wherever, yeah. we want it to be a destination. So if yeah. you're going to drive two, three hours, you know, we want it to be worth yeah, your the drive. To be yeah, here, so, which yeah, is absolutely. awesome. So thank you so much. We your uh, your praise is much appreciated. So thank you, Daryl. All right, Daryl, you're on Facebook. You guys, Emerald yep. City Comics on Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, you guys are might do the Instagram. You're, yep, you and we're, I were talking we're about getting that. Getting our toe in there. Yeah, so. we'll definitely <laughs> let our audience know when you guys do that as all well. Right, and of course, we'll be posting pictures and links to their Facebook all day. Go check them out, Emerald City Comics. We know it's free comic book day. Come out, check it out, and uh, come check out Emerald City Comics. And Daryl, we know you got to run. It's been a busy day. Thank you so much. much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you you so much. Great having you. Thank you, Daryl. Thank you. All right. There you go. Produce and I also made a realization tonight. We're going to be doing special Let's Plays for YouTube YouTube. only. So special. Give you an incentive to subscribe to us on YouTube. That's for sure. YouTube.com forward slash happy hour podcast. And definitely check us out on there. Um, we'd love to, you know, get your feedback. And then, of course, uh, what else we do? What else we got? Facebook.com yep. forward slash happy hour podcast show. Don't forget our main hosting is on SoundCloud.com forward slash happy hour podcast. And hopefully soon we'll be doing another mailbag episode. So oh, send yeah. us your email at show at gmail.com. Of course, when you're talking about the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce in your social media of choice, Definitely, there's three hashtags you want to put in in there. You want to put in hashtag Happy Hour Podcast, hashtag HH Podcast Show, and hashtag Deuces on the Loose. Later. See ya.